everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for affection. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the last episode I did on NERD's album in search, or NERD in general, I believe. Sorry, I've been doing a lot of album episodes. So yeah, I just did an actual band episode on NERD, so I hope you liked that. I enjoyed doing it. Hope it inspired you to go listen to some of their music. Um, but today I'm going to do the same thing. Not about NERD, of course. That would just be ridiculous. Um, can't do two episodes in a row of the same thing. You know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? Mountain Crayons. But, um, yeah, so we're going to do one of my favorite bands, Bush. Um, they had a uh, album come out yesterday on 10-7. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Bush. I love Bush. Uh, you know, let's get into it. Hey! Hey everybody, welcome back to another tit-exploding episode of Mother Connection, Mothership Connection. Can't even say my own podcast name right. Eh. Uh, but thanks for listening, the podcast is doing good. Uh, as of this morning, this morning we're up to 1,731 listens, all time. Um, so I'm trying to get it up to three to 2,000 by the end of the year, so I'm going to be pumping out some good episodes here coming up. Uh, get some guests on some episodes again, get, get the things rolling, get the team rolling. Uh, but thanks for the support. I always appreciate it. I truly do. I truly do. And uh, today we're going to do one of my favorite bands, Bush. Um, not President Bush, who's the biggest piece of shit ever, him and his family. Bunch of Nazi-sympathizing, America-selling-out asshole rubes. Um, President Bush should be in jail. He's crimes against humanity, international war crimes, million different things. Um, but he's part of the global elite. He's part of the club, so you can get away with anything, just like all the other scumbags. But no, we're going to be talking about the uh, British rock group Bush. Um, so whenever you think of Bush, I'm sure you think of that fucking hunk, Gavin Rosdale. Um, saw him up close um, before. He is uh, quite the uh, quite the eye pleaser. Uh, but no, Gavin Rosdale's cool. He's a, he's a good front man. Bush has so many good songs. When I go through these uh, songs, I'm sure you'll be surprised at how many you might not remember or how many you forgot about or whatever. I mean, their first album came out in 1994. So it's been, they've been doing it for a long time. However many years that is. I don't know. Give me a break. It's a Saturday. Ain't doing no math on Saturday. Put that calculator away. Ain't doing no math on Saturday. I'm going to get a big slice. Um, but yeah. So we're going to talk about Bush. Um, this is another band episode. I got, I want to do the Conan O'Brien episode soon. Um, I want to do a King of Queens episode. I want to do It's Always Sunny. I want to do The League. I want to do Parks and Rec. I want to do American Dad. I want to do Rick and Morty, I want to do Eastbound and Down, um, and I have a whole pantheon of other bands that I want to do, um, and probably maybe do a couple more album ones, um, and do some more movies and everything like that, so there's a, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe for the podcast there. A lot of meat on these bones. Yeah, it's got a lot of meat on these bones. But uh, yeah, so we're going to get into it. So Bush, um, I did like a very minimal amount of research, and I'm talking about like a couple seconds worth. Cause I, don't, I like to just do these off the cuff. I don't like to do um, plan them out. I like to just say whatever comes to my head. I think that's the best way to do these type of things. I know most other podcasts don't do that, but I, I like to just do it like, hey, here's here's what I'm thinking. So shut up. Um, but Bush has sold 20 million albums worldwide to date. Um, and according to their Wikipedia page, 10 million of those albums are uh, were sold in the U.S. So that's pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Uh, their first album, which is what, like, they shot under the scene, like, like, fucking, I don't even know what the expression would be, wildfire, I guess, was well, from 16 Stone in 1994, 
Um, and they had five singles off that album, all of which I'm sure you're familiar with. Glycerine, Come Down, Little Things, Machine Head, and Everything Zen. I mean, those were like the big, huge Bush hits. Um, Bush hits at the time. And I'm sure, like, every, I'm sure most people remember them, even people who weren't, you know, around back then, or alive back then. Probably, probably have heard Bush songs on the radio, heard Bush things going around. Um, they always have songs on soundtracks and stuff like that, which I think is pretty cool. Um, Gavin Rosdale had his side project called The Institute for a little bit when Bush went on hiatus, but it pretty much just sounded like Bush. I remember they played on the Gateway Clippers, like, Halloween Rock Cruise, when the X used to do those. The X doesn't do that. The X doesn't do anything cool anymore. Like they used to do X Fest. They used to do like that Halloween cruise, rock cruise, where it'd be like a national act would come play a concert on the Gateway Clipper. And they used to do a Christmas thing too with the X. It was like the X's something of Christmas, and it would be like a uh, same thing. Like a national band would come and do like an acoustic set on the Gateway Clipper, like in the winter. They don't. The X doesn't do anything cool like that anymore. I'm sure it's like the the parent company um, causing that to happen. But I, I wish they still... I mean, X-Fest was always cool. You know what I mean? I remember kids getting caught out of school early to go to X-Fest. You know, and drink their fucking Mondo. But yeah, but Bush, Bush, is, a, Bush is a good rock band. They're just like a normal rock group. I know with, there's so many different, like, um, genres that just get mixed into, like, so many different things. Like, it's... They're just straight rock. You know what I mean? And that's good. There's a lot of bands like that still. Because sometimes, like... There's bands that just do too much, like, it's too much shit going on, you know what I mean? Too much shit, too many breakdowns, like, you're trying to throw rock, jazz, and funk, and piano, and, like, du like dubstep, and, like, all this crazy shit, like, retro wave, all into the same song, and it's like, no, like, you can't, like, that's cool for, like, a one-off here and there, but you can't have a band whose genre is just, like, everything, you know what I mean? And then you have bands that are, like, bigger than, bigger than, like, everything, like, you know, like, like that band Polyphia if you're familiar, I, they were like, they're not even a band. They're like, they're like their own fucking genre. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would, that's what I would say about bands like that. Um, if you don't know Polyphia, go check them out. It's instrumental. It's pretty cool. Uh, Tim Henson's like an amazing, amazing guitar player. Um, he looks like a little fucking wiry weirdo and his whole neck's tattooed. Um, but he's, he's a really excellent guitar player. Um, he did a really good interview on Rick Beato's uh, YouTube channel recently. I guess, I guess not recently. Like, uh, probably probably six months ago where he called he was calling like older guitar players boomers and like saying how like they use boomer bends they get like this old sound and like the internet was like don't call it boomer bends like Bleh! and it's just like whatever you know what i mean and I've, I've touched on this a million times like fuck you're fucking being offended about shit shut the just shut the fuck up i'm i'm so sick and tired of people getting offended about everything and it's like, what, like, can you do something in your life other than be offended? Honestly. Like, is your identity being offended? Is your identity, like, pumping the flag for some other, like, group that you, like, don't even really even care about? Like, just stop it. Like, just shut the fuck up. Be happy. Be, have a fucking life. Go do things. Don't sit behind your computer screen or your phone screen and be like, eh, I'm so offended that somebody disagrees with me. Eh, let me order my my Uber Eats and watch my Netflix and eh, and then I'll try to have an orgasm. It's like just fucking go outside, go outside and feel life and feel something other than some computer generated fucking nonsense. 
You know what I mean? And all these people are, are, who are professionally offended and, oh, don't say that. Like, who are you to fucking tell somebody else what to say? Seriously. Yeah, it's freedom of speech, motherfucker. And if you don't like what someone says, you don't have to fucking curl up in a fucking ball and be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you a fucking person? Do you have a fucking spine? Do you have an ounce of fucking anything in you? Or are you just some fucking mush walking around being a big bag of water complaining about everything? I'm just a big, big bag of water. Eh. Someone offended me, so now I have to go have a cookie. Yeah. Somebody stole my glow-in-the-dark rake. Or some stupid fucking avant-garde, like, item that they would own. You know? My father owns the dry leaf factory, and it burned down. Now I need a cookie. Don't talk to me before I have my coffee. It's just like, shut up. You know what I mean? There's, there's just such, like, a fucking imbalance with people and it's just it's insane you know like you don't have to have an opinion on everything and if someone says something you don't like and that destroys your day and destroys you because somebody god forbid disagrees with what you what you believe then you're a fucking piece of shit seriously the people that are like pounding the pavement being offended about every little thing that gets said you're fucking garbage and I will say that right to your fucking face I don't care you're fucking garbage you really are Stop being offended. Go have, go and be, enjoy life. Because most of those people are just miserable assholes who want to fucking project their misery onto everybody else. They have no skills, no hobbies, no friends, no fucking passion, no nothing. So they'd rather just be like, oh, I'm going to be part of this cause. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. It's like, dude, be your own fucking thing. Go out and go out and fucking take a hike. Go play a sport. Learn an instrument. Do anything other than fucking be on your fucking phone or on your computer or masturbating or watching Netflix or watching whatever or whatever the new streaming is like Fobo Tobo or something, you know, like go out and enjoy life. That's what it's for. You're not meant to sit in the fucking sit in front of a fucking uh, computer screen and just scroll and come all day. Like that's not what's supposed to happen in life. Um. So, like, I, I despise those people, but I, actually, I feel bad for them that they're, like, that much of a piece of shit, you know? Make memories. Go out with your friends. Do things. Listen to music. Watch a movie. Do anything. Go to the movies. You know, take a cooking class. Make your own candles or something. Like, do something other than just be offended. Because you know what happens when you get into a job or the real world or any other fucking shit and all, like, this anti-bullying stuff happens? It's still, it's not real. Like, when you get into the real world and you do things, all you fucking offended little Zoomers, like, the world's not going to fucking treat you kindly. The world doesn't care about your, eh, uh, somebody drank orange juice, and I don't, I don't identify as somebody who drinks orange juice, so I don't, I don't like them. And it's like, fuck you. You know what I mean? And the fact that people can't just have, like, a, a disagreement or, an, or a lively conversation or an argument without hating the other person, it's like... If you can't talk to somebody and have, like, a disagreeing view of opinion with them without getting, like, offended and, like, angry and violent, then you're, like, a dangerous individual. You are. If you get triggered by somebody else thinking something other than you and you don't want to look outside of, like, your, like, belief system and shit, like, you're a fucking idiot. You really are. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'll talk to anybody about anything. And I, I, if they are against what I'm for or vice versa, like, I don't get angry or hate them or yell or scream. You know what I mean? Like, how, like, it's called having a fucking conversation. You know what I mean? It's called, like, it's whatever. That's like, or like, people will be like, oh, that was a really nice stream of, stream of consciousness there. It's like, you mean a conversation? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy that people feel the need to, like, if someone doesn't agree with you, to just, like, hate them. It's like, no. You know what I mean? It's just, it's whatever. But that's beyond the point. I don't know why I got so off track on that. Just because it, like, shit pisses me off. You know what I mean? Or the people that get mad that they, they play Christmas music during Christmas time in, a, in a, like, a department store. It's like, it's fucking Christmas time. Who cares? Is, is Wonderful Christmas or... Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Is if that's really gonna make you like vomit because you don't like Christmas or Christmas music, like then there's something wrong with you. But that like uh, Christmas music playing in the background should not like trigger you to be like fucking angry and like curl up in a ball and just like moan. Like it's Christmas time. They're playing Christmas music, so you'll buy more. Like shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Or if it's like, oh, I don't like Halloween, you better better pick that witch costume down from your store because I don't like Halloween or witches and it just makes me want to... Eh. Or get that turkey out of the window. I don't like Thanksgiving. Get that bunny out of here. I don't like Easter. Get that tree out of here. I hate Arbor Day. Or like, just shit like that. It's just like, get your fucking misery out of here. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to be miserable. Just quit being a fucking asshole. You know? I don't like Thanksgiving. Get that turkey out of here. Get that bunny out of here. I hate the 4th of July. Get those fireworks out of here. It's like, lady, man, old person, whatever, young child, like, just enjoy yourself. You don't have to get offended about, like, general public trends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, broad social trends don't need to ruin your fucking day. Who cares? You know what I mean? Well, whatever. We're going to talk about Bush. <laughs> like, like I said, they're awesome. Um, Gavin Rosdale is actually currently the only remaining original member of Bush. And I saw Bush about a month and a half ago. It was really good. He's awesome. They're, they're really good live. That's the third time I've seen them. Um, I've never seen them when they were, like, headlining, though. I've only seen them when they've been opening for somebody else. But they're awesome. And I would definitely go see them if they were opening for somebody else. I most certainly would. Um... They're great. You know what I mean? They're awesome. Um, and the concert, it was Bush, Breaking Benjamin, and Allison Chains. It was a good concert. It was great. And the first time I saw them, they opened up for, um, who was it? They opened up for, uh, who was it? Adam and I went. Who the fuck was it? They opened up, they might have opened up for Matchbox 20, I think. Yeah, because it was Counting Crows, Matchbox 20, and Bush, I think. Or maybe it was somebody else. I don't know, but... No, because it was Counting Crows and Matchbox 20 that we saw, and then it was Bush and somebody else. I don't fucking remember. Um, yeah, I don't know who the opening act was for, or who they were opening up for, but um, I just don't remember at the moment. But they were awesome. They are really great. They put on a good show. They play a good play, a set list. They, they do a good job of mixing in like their hits with like their like um, deep tracks or fluff or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, you know, the first song I'm going to play here is off their first album, uh, 16 Stone, and it's, I mean, these songs off the first album that I'm going to play, like, you're obviously going to know them, um, 
but that's you know that's fine. But this first track here is um, everything Zen off their first album. This is probably like one of the first songs people heard of them. It's a great song, it really is. Everything Zen. clip off of everything zen and like i said most people have probably heard that song um the next song i'm going to play is one of my favorite songs by them and that is called little things clip off of little things. I wanted the chorus to play because the chorus is like, yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty good chorus, Steve. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, a clip off of little things off of 16 Stone. Everybody had that fucking CD. Everyone had that CD, man. Everybody had it, dude. Just like eyes, ears, and the nose. Everybody had it. But uh, the next song is Come Down, which I'm, like I said, all the songs off this album all the songs I'm playing, I'm sure you've all heard. But that doesn't matter. Maybe people haven't. This podcast reaches to all areas of the world. And universe. And multiverse. <laughs> I don't want to come back down from this cloud. Shame. 
that was a clip off of Come Down by Bush. And Bush is, like, honestly, Bush is awesome. I feel like they get, like, I don't know, I feel not forgotten about because they've sold a ton of albums and they're still really popular. But I think when people are, like, discussing 90s rock and everything, and I know there's, like, a huge pool to pull from, but I just feel like Bush is, like, not given enough credit for, like, the songs and, like, the performances they had in, like, the, uh, in the 90s and everything, and even in the early 2000s. Um, like I said, like, I've touched on this during the 90s music, ep- the 90s thoughts episode. I mean, just think about how much, how, like, fortunate we were to grow up with, like, all the music that was happening at that time. Like I said, you had, like, grunge, and you had rock, and then you had, like, alt-rock, and then you had fucking, there was, like, ska, and, you know, whatever you want to call, like, Rage Against the Machine, like, rap rock, or 311, or... You know, Incubus, and then Creed came out, and Three Doors Down came out, and Fuel, and Tantric, and all these other rock groups. And, like, while that's going on, like, Sublime was doing stuff. No, like, I don't really like Gwen Stefani. I think she's a shithead, and she's his ex-wife. That's not why I don't like her. I just don't think she can sing well. But that first, like, No Doubt album was pretty good. No Doubt had a few hits, but you know what I mean? Like, that was going on. Like, all the hip-hop, that was, like, there was just so much... R&B was in, like, its fucking golden age. You know what I mean? And it was just, there's so much great music happening. But I feel like when people talk about, like, 90s music, I just feel like Bush gets, like, forgotten about a little bit. When they, I mean, they have so many fucking hits. Like, every song I've played so far is a hit of theirs. And most of the songs I'm going to play in this episode are all hits. Um, so I hope, like, this episode inspires you to go listen to some Bush. And then their new album that came out is really good, too. It came out yesterday. It's called The Art of Survival. Um, and it's really good. And their album that came out in 2020 is really good, too. That's called The Kingdom. And that album's excellent. Um, but the next song I'm going to play is this half, this ends up on like every playlist I have. Um, same thing with little things, but this is Machine Head. That's a clip off of Machine Head. It's a great song. If you've ever been to a Penguin game and you've heard it while they're warming up, it's, it's an awesome song. The next song is off is Glycerine, which everyone knows this song, I'm sure. It's a great song. And there's actually a really good performance of them playing this live acoustic on Howard Stern. It's just a good... They're, Bush is just awesome. They really are. And if anyone wants to argue with that with me about that, we can have a nice, polite conversation about it. Because that's how it should be.
That's a clip off of Glycerine. Um, if you if you watched this episode of The Simpsons called That 90s Show, it's a really funny episode of The Simpsons, but Homer's in like... This is just like an example of The Simpsons being like ridiculous um, and being on for so long that like storylines happen. But Homer's like... It's like the story of Homer and Marge in college. And Homer's in like a college or whatever grunge band. And he sings this song, plays this song, but instead of saying Glycerine, he says Margarine. And it's about Marge. Um, so that's funny. And then also in that episode, Weird Al does a hilarious, uh, spoof of Nirvana's song, Rape Me, but he it turns it into Brain Freeze. <laughs> and he's saying, whatever, I forget what he sings, it's like, something, something, applesauce, Brain Freeze! <laughs> it's like, and he's just naming, like, things that'll give you, like, a brain freeze, but it's so fun. Weird Al's, Weird Al's amazing. Um, but yeah, that, that's part of that. So those, those are the main songs off of 16 Stone, their first album. Those are some of their big hits. That is also their highest selling album ever. Um, 16 Stones sold 6 million albums. It's pretty good. It ain't no 15 million like Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but it, 6 million is still pretty good. Um, so their next album was called Razorblade Suitcase. Um, I'm going to play a couple songs with that. This is Swallowed off that album. Feed me up So that's a clip off of Swallowed by Bush off their second album. Um, the next song I'm going to play is, uh, the original version of this song is on their second album, but the original version of this song fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, but there's a remix that was on the soundtrack for American Werewolf in London, if you remember that movie. movie probably came out around 1997. Uh, but this, this version of Mouth, which is on that soundtrack, is so much better than the real version of Mouth, which I'm not going to play because the real version sucks. Um, but the remix version, which is, a, is the one that's always on the radio and everything, is this version from that movie, An American Werewolf in London. This, this is the Stingray mix. I'm not sure what that is, but this is the better version. This is the version that's like on the radio and everything.
That is the mouth off of their the remix to the soundtrack album, whatever. But the actual ver album version of Mouth is just like him in a, a clean tone electric guitar, and it kind of sucks. Uh, but that version, I like that version. And that music video was cool, too, because it just was playing uh, clips from that movie. Which, that movie's kind of rough because of CGI. If you go back and watch it now, it's pretty bad. But it was a cool movie. Uh, you know, that kid goes on vacation, or the kid, college kid goes on vacation into London and gets turned into a werewolf and starts killing everybody. Um, but like I said, the CGI doesn't hold up very well at all, um, so it's kind of rough to watch, but it's not a bad movie. That's a movie that they could remake and make it good, you know what I mean? Um, the next song is off their third album, which I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the third album, um, but this is called Chemicals Between Us. That might even be the name of the album, but I don't remember the album name, but this was like the hit off that album. That's a clip off of their third album, which came out in 1999, but I, the album might actually be, just be called The Chemicals Between Us, but that is the single, The Chemicals Between Us, off that album, but I don't know the name of it. Um, sorry, I don't, I don't know the name of it. Sorry, guys. I hope you don't mind my lack of knowledge on it, but uh, yeah, I just don't know the name of the album, but I like that song. The album's okay. Um, I think because the first album sold six million copies, the second one sold two. And, like, everyone after is sold either, like, a million or less. Um, which is a shame. But that's the way it is. So the next song I'm going to play is off their fourth album um, called Golden State. And this is called um, The People We Love.
a clip off of the people that we love from their fourth album golden state um and at this point after that album came out the uh original guitar player and bass player quit the band and the band went on hiatus and there wouldn't be another that's so this album came out in 2001 and there wouldn't be another bush album until 2011 um but gavin rosdale had his own solo album he did some work on he did like a guest song on an apocalyptica album and he had his side project the institute um so i'm gonna play a clip off of the Institute's only hit um, called Bulletproof Skin. But this is Gavin Rossdale's side project, but it's, it's still pretty much Bush. Uh, but this is called Bulletproof Skin. By the Institute, I believe this came out around 2007. Might have even been 2005, somewhere in between those, that time frame. Just got a rockin' fucking riff in it, I love it. a clip off of bulletproof skin by his side pressure called the institute but it's pretty much it's pretty much bush <laughs> uh, you know what i mean so this is a song he did with the band apocalyptica called end of me really cool guitar riff clip off of End of Me. It was a guest song he did on Apocalyptica's album. Um, Gavin Rosso just has like a great voice and he's just fucking a good front man. And he's got a great rock voice for rock. You know what I mean? Um, the next song I'll play is off his solo album. His solo album is called Love Remains the Same and this song is actually also called... Or no, his solo album is called Wanderlust and this is called Love Remains the Same. It's a great song. It's about his daughter. Gravity like a lunar landing Make me want to run till I find you I shut the world away from here Drift to you, you're all I hear Cause everything we know fades to black Half the time 
love when that piano comes in. Great song, really is. I love the song. Love that piano. Love the everything. Find awesome. the place where we escape. Take you with me for space. City... That's a clip off of Love Remains the Same off his solo album Wanderlust. Um, he has another. There's two hits off that album. That song and then another one that I'm not going to play. But it was called. It's called Forever May You Run. Um, also about his daughter. But it's it's a great song. Like he's he's fucking awesome. He really is. Uh, so the next song I'm going to play is The Sound of Winter off their comeback album um, in 2011 called The Sound of Winter. And um, this song, if you remember that era of the Penguins, um, this would always get played on like the, I, th I think it was still Fox Sports Network at that point, like during the, peng like, during the, the Penguin game like coverage. And yeah, I'm sorry, the album's actually called Sea of Memories. But this used to be played like during Penguin game with like coverage on FSN, I believe. It was still FSN at that, I think. Yeah, that yeah, it was. I miss KBL. <laughs> like the hit single off their 2011 album a lot that song is really good i can picture like i can still picture the clip they were playing when cross like the crosby clip they would play when they would play that song it was from that game when he had like four goals against the rangers it was like a new year's eve game or something and he just fucking the rangers had their backup goalie and it was like andre valaquet cat or something and crosby just like fucking annihilated him um it, it has that one sick goal i don't know i can't really describe the goal good on on the podcast but um this YouTube, like, Crosby, Four Goals, Rangers, and it'll come up. It's awesome. Um, but the next one we'll play is off their 2017 album called This Is War, and this, the title track is... Or this one's actually called Black and White Rainbows. Um, but this song's called This Is War. And actually, this is from 2014, I think, now that I think about it. That's a clip off of This Is War. It's just like a good rock song. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is also off that album. It's called Lost In You. It's a nice love song. Who doesn't like a good love song? She rests her head closed 
That was a clip off of Lost in You from Black and White Rainbows, the deluxe edition, according to my iPod. Um, so yeah, that was 2014 when that came out. So this song, and this song plays off their song album Man on the Run, which is actually from 2017. And this is called The Only Way Out. Down to the water, through the trip wires in your head, through the seven layers of your whole That was a clip off of The Only Way Out. I love the little riff in the uh, background on that song during the verse. It's fucking cool. Um, the next song I'm going to play is called Surrender off that same album. Um, Surrender off Man on the Run. It's a good song, too. I love Bush. I really do. I love Bush. They're awesome. a clip off of Bush's uh, hit single Surrender off of their 2017 album Man on the Run. Um, it's a great song. It's a good song. Bush is great. You know, uh, the concert was good. It was, they're, they're just, they're fucking good. I like to go see them. Um, I like any time they come to town. But yeah, that's, that's the thing I'm talking about with like the fucking scroll and come generation and everything and the Zoomers and all that crap. And I, I know I'm like, I'm constantly bitching about them, but I just feel, and I, I despise them. But it's not really their fault. Like they're being conditioned to be sheep and miserable and slaves and everything. Like porn destroys young men. Social media destroys young women. 
And OnlyFans, like, that kind of shit destroys them both. You know what I mean? The social media is a false sense of community and friendship. It's fake. You know, they're fucking cigarettes and shit. It's fake stress relief. Their alcohol is a fake good time. Their online communities are fake. You know, everything that everything that, that generation of those people, like 25 and under, are experiencing is artificial and fake. And, like, I feel bad for them. I really do. Because um, it's just, like, it's not good. I think about it. Like, you can go on the Internet and you can see more beautiful women in, like, ten, like a minute. Five minutes than, like, your ancestors did their entire lifetime. Don't tell me that it doesn't, like, do something to your brain. You know what I mean? Same thing with, like, all, like, I talked about it before. Like, all the dopamine hits off of porn and off of social media and off of things like that and off of, like, all this stuff. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for boys. It's not good for girls. It's not good for anyone. Like, it's creating, like, this false, just everything being false. You know what I mean? And even, like, their, their perception of, like, what's art or things like that. It's like, oh, I'm such an artist. Like, I take pictures of people walking other people's dogs and then I hang them up in a gas station. You know, that's what I do. And that's art. It's like, that's not art. That's fucking stupid. I take pictures of other people walk, people walking other people's dogs. And it's like hard to even tell whose dog it is. Or some dumb shit like that. It's like, or they use stuff like, they say things like squad goals. Or they'll like post a picture of like a lemon cake. And be like, hashtag squad goals. It's like, no, you are not an eight person unit in the army, which is what a squad is. Like, quit using terminology you don't understand for your fucking bullshit social media crap. And young men, like, quit watching fucking porn. It's, it's fucking bad. It's free, but it costs you your fucking soul. Alright? That's the truth. People aren't going to tell you that. Your gym teacher ain't going to tell you that because your gym teacher's probably at home fucking splashing the ghost all over the place at the same time. You know? But it ain't good. All this art, all getting all this fucking, like... Dopamine hits and, and feelings and all this other shit from fake things is not good for people. It's not. Like, go experience real things with real people, with the people you fucking care about and love. And though you shouldn't be fucking... For all you know, you're talking to some artificial robot. You know what I mean? That's just fucking honeypotting you to get your money. You know, don't allow yourself to be honeypotted by anybody. Let alone a robot. You know what I mean? And don't don't do stupid things that aren't art and art like art is what you want it to be you know what i mean there's some, some fucking like weird weird ass girl like blowing like a bubble bubblegum cigar and like walking around in ice skates being like yeah i take pictures of other people's dogs yeah like that's not an artist that is like a mentally challenged fucking individual who's fucking crazy <laughs> you know what i mean like postmodern art is just weird for the sake of being weird you know um go out do things have ideas have discussions with people, you know? Talk about opening up businesses or, like, this laugh and joke about fake businesses or something. You know what I mean? Like, when you want to open up a late-night jazz club called Jazz in Your Face? That's hilarious. That should make your friends laugh and everyone laugh. Like, talk about funny shit. Be funny. Be yourself. You know, don't be some fucking avatar online or something fucking stupid, you know? Or, you know, you want to open up a rooftop bar and call it Drinks on the House? You know, get it? Because it's on top, like, the root, the bar's on top of the house, so it's drinks on the house. You know, shit like that, you know? And Jazz in Your Face and Drinks in the House are both sponsors of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> but I'm just serious. Like, I, I know I'm hard on the scroll and come generation, but, I'm like, I feel bad for them. 
Like, I, I really hope that, the, I sincerely hope, and I've talked about this before, I sincerely hope that there's, like, a massive backlash against all the artificial fucking shit that people, like, hold hold dear, like, experience and love. You know what I mean? It's like, you got people that'll go home and, you know, binge. All, they'll, they'll go to work, and then they'll go home and binge, and then they'll go to, like, it's just like, go out and do things. You know what I mean? Like, just do things. Do something. <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's like, um... Oh, what, what, what show is it? There's some show where, like, somebody gets... It's, I think it might even be The Simpsons. Um, where they get... Homer or somebody gets hired to be, like, a, a Netflix show, like, reviewer. And, like, the, the whole, like, plot ends up being that, like, the shows don't actually exist. We just want people to think there's that much content. Or something like that. But it's just, like... I don't know. I feel, I feel like they're being, like, um, whatever, pigeonholed into, like, doing some... Pigeonholed into, like, this weird um, technocracy where it's not even, like, real life. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think that they can break out of it themselves, but I also feel bad for them. You know what I mean? There's more to life than scrolling and splashing a ghost. There, there is. Um, so, I don't know. But I, but I digress. But yes, like I said, Jazz in Your Face is a sponsor of the podcast. And also, Drinks in the House is also a sponsor of the podcast. So thank you. Joining all the other podcasts. Um, and don't forget to use that promo code, MothershipCon5, when you're buying your uh, your very own pair of bleach sneaks. Each shoe sold separately. Uh, but the next song I'm going to play is Bullet Holes off of their 2020 album, uh, The Kingdom. This is also in John Wick, one of the John Wick movies. They've had a, they've had a song on all the John Wick movies. John Wick Four comes out next year, so I'm very happy for that. a clip off of Bullet Holes off their album Kingdom. The Kingdom I believe it's called. Um, yeah, it's called The Kingdom. But the next song I'm going to play is called, off that album, it's called Flowers on a Grave. This was like a pretty big hit in 2020. Also in the John Wick movie. Cause man, 
that song, Flowers on a Grave. I love the guitar in that song. It's just a sweet song. Uh, the next song is called, off the album The Kingdom, is called The Kingdom. I hope you like it, boys. Hey, girls. That's a clip off of the kingdom. I love the guitar, like the opening riff in that song, and the bass line's fucking sexy and sick. You know, get your fucking dick tingling. But it's it's a good song. I love that song. Our next song is off that album too. This is called Ghosts in the Machine. That's an awesome song too. I love the, the way the guitar and the bass are mixed on that verse. And during the verse, it's great. But the next song I'm gonna play is off the album that came out yesterday, called "Art of Survival." This one's called "More Than Machines." That's a clip off of More Than Machines off their latest album as early as yesterday, um, Art of Survival. And this next song is it's called Kiss Me, I'm Dead. Love the guitar in this song, it's awesome. That's a clip off of Kiss Me, I'm Dead. Same thing. Awesome fucking guitar riff. Great bass line. Um, the next segment I'm play is off the song on the album. This is called Creatures of the Fire. It's a nice ballad, so I'll play a little bit of that. Play a little bit of that for you guys.
that's a clip off of Creatures of the Fire off their latest album that came out yesterday called The Art of Survival. I love that song. I love the guitar. Like, the actual music in that song, if you were to take the lyrics out, could definitely be used for, like, a level in Halo. Um, I think it would be awesome. But that song's great. I love that song. Um, but I hope you enjoyed your journey through Bush's catalog and hope you enjoyed hearing, listening to me talk. Um, so, yeah. But I thank you for listening. And as always, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you listening, don't you know? And I really do. Um, I don't know the next. I don't know what the next episode will be, um, but I'm trying to do at least one a week. I know I did like five in one week recently, <laughs> or four in one week recently. But I would, I would like to try to do at least one a week um, during open enrollment because that's sucking up a lot of my energy there. But uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're having a great start to October, and I hope next week's going to be a great week. It's uh, the penguin season starts and the new chili pepper album comes out, so it's a pretty good week for Garrett. Plus, I'm going to Firebirds, and then I'm going to my cousin's wedding. It's going to be a good fucking weekend. Week, weekend, everything. Uh, but I can't wait for that Chili Pepper album. I also can't wait for the Penguin season to start. Especially since the Steelers suck so bad, and the Pirates always suck. But thanks for listening. I hope you're having a great October so far. And uh, as always, keep shaking those motherfucking knees. Adios, dip asses. Thanks. Baby, let's order a blooming onion. We'll split it. <clears throat> You're in for yet another treat as we bring you yet another erotic poem. Burnt headlight, owl cape, pumpkin tits, laughing giraffe. Wrong date on calendar. Late for appointment. Dry leaf factory. Eating thermometer. Potion quest. Burnt headlight.